Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. It's going to be a unique shortened episode this week, as it's just me, Sam. Hello everyone. Uh, basically, everyone's left me. Um, they've said they're fed up with listening to my Bristolian dulcet tones and no more. <laughs> in reality, of course, uh, we're living in the COVID-19 age where at the last minute things can come up with family or work or anything like that. So it is just me this week. So apologies to everybody for that. Matt will be back next week. Uh, Stefan is always available to be a super sub, but just not today. So yeah. It's just me. Uh, As it is, there isn't a massive amount to really talk about right now. I mean, we are a Spurs news podcast, and to be quite blunt, there is actually very little in terms of Spurs news. There was obviously one major story. Um, We record today, which is the 14th of May, and the major story which came out yesterday, the 13th of May 2020, is about Deli Alley. Uh, Deli Alley was attacked in his home. Um, people broke in, held him and his brother at knife point, uh, actually attacked him. He, he had some bruising to his face. Uh, he was apparently knocked down. Um, quite, a, quite a terrifying thing. I mean, a horrible, horrible thing to think about. If anyone listening here has ever been through something like that, it, just a horrible, horrible situation. So uh, we, we put a post on the page, obviously, when the news broke. Uh, you know, Tottenham-related news, here it is. Uh, we put a comment along the lines of, you know, thoughts are with him and everyone who was in there, because it must have been terrifying. And uh, I suppose it never ceases to amaze me why people like to jump on things like that and just say things which really... <laughs> I, I don't get I don't get the thinking behind it. I'm guessing it's... The sort of thing you'd say to a mate this kind of a bit close to the knuckle perhaps and you know it's it's kind of funny but at the same time you're, you're just being a bit of a dick um you know one of the th- one of the first comments so literally i mean we posted it and i think it was the second comment on there. the first comment was like oh wow hope he's okay you know that person you know who you are well done the second comment was why would anyone want to rob him it's not like he's got a trophy to to take and i was like really that's that's where your head went so i i can sort of on the page when you're an admin on the facebook page you you can look at that and you can have a quick glance and you can say oh and i'm thinking to myself oh this must be an arsenal fan chelsea fan west ham someone who stumbled across this post sorry to have a little fun with it but no no this is a tottenham fan with a picture of deli alley in their background to their personal facebook page Delhi and Sonny uh, celebrating a goal. So, yeah, they got banned. <laughs> I'm not, not going to mess about with stuff like that anymore. I just kind of like, really? that That's the first thing your head went to? And then um, we did have to filter through a fair few fans from other clubs who were quite vicious. But also on the flip side, there's a fair few fans from other clubs expressing concern, which which was nice to see. But uh, Delhi did tweet last night, so the story broke about half, no, about an hour 
after the story broke, he tweeted to say he was okay, everyone was okay, and you know they were they were being helped. Um, the club tweeted and released a statement today. Uh, sorry, tweeted last night, but released a statement today to say they're supporting him through this and you know there for him. So yeah, horrible situation. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully him and everyone's okay and he can get back to playing football again at some point. Uh, the the back to playing football again at some point, of course, is a whole other topic. Um, right now, as of today, there is nothing set in stone. But what I would say is there does still appear to be this overwhelming consensus among the Premier League bosses and the Football League bosses that they are definitely going to finish this season by playing games. Now, I'm not against that. You know, it's football. It's, it's what it is. They are a football league, and with the government loosening restrictions to everybody over these last few days, it's a possibility that this could happen. It's going to be behind closed doors. I mean, that's kind of a given. Um, There's certainly not going to be any mass gatherings like crowds in a football stadium for, for a while longer yet. But some of the suggestions that you're seeing come up and I don't know how closely people are watching this and if you're not watching it at all because you're not interested I completely get that um because of the page because of the podcast I I do keep an eye on it and some of the suggestions are mental but just to summarize some of them um reducing the game the half length to half an hour each way apparently because if they're on the pitch that 15 minutes you know that that amount of time less it minimizes or or reduces the risk of infection spreading not quite sure on that one i'm not a scientist but not really buying that um the banning tackling so the premier league football league would resume with no tackling allowed there was also the day before a story of how players were being told that when they are tackled they have to look the other way I don't know whether that was a kind of play on turn the other cheek if you get hacked down, but no, no, it was a genuine thing. These are all actual genuine suggestions, actually, by the way, being thrown around by Premier League and Football League bosses. So I know they sound like I'm making them up, but I promise you, if you go and Google them, they're there. (laughs) It's being reported. Um, We also have the situation where all the players will be wearing face masks and wearing gloves. Um, That's... That's interesting. I wonder if the clubs will brand them up. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, Tottenham face masks like THFC or something on them. or And the gloves, you know, matching with the shirts. Knowing Daniel Levy, he's probably already trying to sell advertising spaces on the masks and the gloves. They'll probably be available in the club shop. You know, hey, get your masking gloves. £400. But yeah, that's a that's a whole other thing. So yeah, if you want to laugh, go and find um, any kind of press article or any kind of press statement from the Premier League or the Football League. Some of the suggestions are hilarious. Um, I can't decide what's more hilarious though: the fact these they're, they're being discussed, or the fact that people are kind of like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." <laughs> really, <laughs> football coming back with no tackling? Okay, whatever. Uh, but yeah, they are determined to do it. Um, apparently, there's a concession now. They wanted to do um, neutral venues, so basically, they finished the season in uh, I think it was six set stadiums, and those stadiums then would be sort of controlled, you know, policed, uh, cleaned, and that way, it would be better monitored. However. 
Um, it would appear that the bottom six really didn't like that idea. Understandable, you're fighting relegation. You want to be in your home stadium. I get it. But, yeah, it was a strange one. It is a strange one. I, I, don't, I don't quite follow how they're going to do this. But, yeah, it is all out there. So, as of right now, still nothing decided. Uh, with the government loosening restrictions, they are meeting again this week. So, keep your eye out for press releases. We'll obviously post it on the Facebook page, but keep your eye out for it. Uh, in other news, Sonny has returned to the UK. Uh, no, that's not me saying the sun is out in the sunshine, which it is here, weirdly. But uh, no, Sonny, Sun Hun Min is back in the UK following completion of his compulsory military service in South Korea. There was a lot of preconceptions or a lot of uh, misgivings over that or just generally getting it wrong. Uh, Sonny, uh, through sporting excellence, was able to get out of uh, two years mandatory military service. What he has to do, which is the same as every South Korean male, is at least three weeks basic training, should they ever be called upon. Uh, he has now completed that. In essence, taking advantage of the football break of COVID-19, he did it now. Um, yeah, so he's done it. It's done out of the way. He never has to do that again. Um, weirdly, South Korea kind of released like a... Uh, a breakdown of his class like yeah check out Sonny I mean he is a megastar there I mean we love him here but there it's you know David Beckham levels it's insane and he um, he finished top of his class for marksmanship which I think actually now brands him the deadliest striker in the Premier League for real um, but yeah uh, Sonny is back he's back in England he's with his family again uh, and he, you know he put a thing on Instagram you know happy to be home and hopefully going to get to play some football again. What is interesting, of course, is Sonny, when the season ended, was injured. Uh, he had a broken arm. That's been operated on. That's, that's now fine. Uh, other players who were, of course, injured, Harry Kane, Steve Bergwijn, and others, are all now reported to be fit. Uh, I'm doing fit in air quotes. This is a podcast. You can't see it, so that was kind of stupid. But, yeah, fit as in they're no longer carrying those injuries. Match fit, nowhere near. Uh, but then again, if you look at all of the squads, all of the players, no one's going to be match fit right now, are they? It's going to be, even if they resume the season, it's going to feel like a pre-season friendly cluster. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be weird. I, I don't know why they're doing it. Just end the thing. But, you know, that's just my humble opinion. Uh, but yeah, so if they do resume it, we will, in essence, have a much stronger squad to choose from, which I'm sure Jose really appreciate. One of the things that was announced this week by the FA, so it affects the Premier League and the Football League, is they have, in conjunction with UEFA, agreed uh, around contract extensions for players whose contracts are expiring, potentially in the middle of, or before, the resumption of this season. So uh, an example we've used on this podcast before is Willian at Chelsea, who is constantly linked with other clubs. Uh, Technically, the 1st of July, Willian could have a new contract with a new team, uh, whether it be us, Arsenal, Liverpool, somebody. Um, He then, and I think it is going to be Liverpool, by the way. Um, I've I've seen a few articles written about that by people I trust quite well. Um, I've got a feeling Liverpool are going to snap him up. But anyway, um, so in, in essence, he could leave Chelsea on that day, go to Liverpool, and what they've basically said now is he will be ineligible to play the games 
in the remainder of this season. He can become the Liverpool player, etc., and be available for the start of next season, but he would be ineligible for any games in this one for his new club. Or, what he can do is he can sign an extension agreement where he is, and basically start his deal with his new club when that extension finishes. Um, I imagine that's going to solve the problem. Uh, it's been it's been quite a difficult one, and it is optional to the player, because obviously the employment laws, you know, football operates in this little bubble, but employment law does still rule all. So, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, obviously with Tottenham, uh, the player most affected by that is Jan Vertonghen. Um, so Super Jan, keep an eye on that. There is a rumour going around that we have now entered talks with him about a new deal. Um, interesting if that's true. I mean, obviously we gave a new deal to Toby. Uh, we gave a new deal to Soko before that, which shows that we are looking to tie, tie down some of the older players. With Jan, I've always had the impression this season they've kind of looked at it and gone... I don't think he's up to the Premier League anymore, or I don't think he's up to this system with Jose. You know, let's, let's just let him go. He's been a great servant. Um, but yeah, apparently there's talk of that. And I, I wonder if that contributes or of a massive contribution, contributory factor. That was easy for me to say. Would be the fact that we have no transfer funds. You know, do you bring somebody in or do you extend the deal for existing? well-loved, decent squad player, in essence, for another year. We'll have to wait and see. But that's the one to keep an eye on for Tottenham. Um, Another interesting thing is the players that are on loan, because obviously their loan agreements uh, are contractual date-ending. So these players are out on loan. I think there's 13 Tottenham players currently on loan across the Football League. Uh, one young lad, the keeper Brad Austin, is in. Sorry, Brandon Austin is in Denmark. Now the Danish league is about to resume, so he could be back playing next week, I believe. Uh, but I will keep an eye on that. We'll probably do like a roundup on that because depending on what the football league, etc., and the Premier League and everyone decides to do, those loan agreements would either need to be extended or or cancelled. You know, uh, which again, which we. Another argument around <laughs> um, clubs and fairness, you know, the, the the league keeps saying, oh, we want to play the games because of the integrity of the league. And you kind of look at it and go, well, you know, imagine you're in League Two, you've got th- four players in on loan from Premier League teams that are the real key members of your side. They all get recalled because their loan agreement's ended. Um, you know, you're probably younger players, they want to go home. They say, no, we don't want to extend it, we're off. Then you finish with the last nine or so games of the season without four of your best players. Doesn't make a great deal of sense to me. But hey-ho, uh, as I said before, not a lot makes a lot of sense to me with all of this right now. Uh, the last thing that I had written down I was going to talk about today, but <clears throat> there's no one here to talk to, so I'm just going to say it to you guys, is uh, Tottenham yet to announce or yet to find a replacement for John McDermott. Uh, John obviously originally planned to leave us at the end of the season and take up a role with the FA. Uh, the date of which is in June, I believe, he officially starts with the FA. Uh, but my understanding is he is now winding down to pretty much nothing at the club. But uh, the club sort of announced at the time they were going to 
really carefully consider and go and look for uh, someone new to come in and basically take over the youth setup of the club. I mean, John's been so ingrained for so long. The the entire setup from uh, under twenty three, you know, all the way down to the real youth teams, is got his kind of fingerprints on it. Uh, the coaches that are in places, the managers that are in places, all of this is very much John. So whoever they bring in, is it's going to be a bit of a strange thing. I imagine if you're an academy player there and you've been at the club since you were you know, 13, 14 years old and you're coming through and you're into the under-18s, you're like trying to make that break. It's going to be very strange to have that all, that all change. Uh, for the youngest ones, obviously, it's not going to make any difference because they wouldn't have known it that long. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with our academy because John has largely been credited with, and I agree with it, by the way, largely been credited with the the conveyor belt of players we have been producing at Premier League level. Now, I know not all of them make it for us, but I think in the Premier League currently and the Championship, there's nearly 30 players that have come from our academy playing regularly, week in, week out, first-team football. That that's That's not bad. That that's actually quite quite good, um, and the ones who have obviously come through and made it into the first team for us have been very impactful. Whether they've, you know, Harry Kane levels, obviously the one in the million kind of uh, youth player that comes through, but Ryan Mason, uh, Andros Townsend, uh, you know, these players that have come through uh, right now, Jaffet Tanganga's made an excellent impact in Jose's first season. Uh, a lot of talk about Dennis Serkin coming in and being our one of our left back options for next season coming up for the academy. Uh, Troy Parrott's there. He's been with the academy for a couple of years since we signed him and has developed great under John and the other coaches. Uh, Oliver Skip, I think, is a phenomenal player. Harry Winks. So you know, the, there is a lot there, and he has been really integral in that. So we'll have to wait and see who comes in. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what the club does because again the club's trying to operate on a nil budget again uh, we'll have to wait and see but yeah everybody I mean that's it that's that's the show this is like I said this is going to be a short sharp show because we want to touch base um, even though it's just me uh, we want to make sure we did put something out uh, this week just to try and keep the, the normality try and keep it coming back not not that I think this show is particularly normal. Um, I haven't cracked yet, as you've noticed. I've not, um, I've not completely lost my mind. Have been in isolation now in lockdown, etc., for over sixty days. So that is kind of insane. Not leaving the home, but I've followed the orders. I've done everything I've been told. I've been a very good boy, and fingers crossed that means I can, you know, go and fly a kite in a park or something. Just. Hope nobody gets close to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, all joking aside, hope everyone's keeping well and your families are well. Uh, stay safe. Um, and we'll be back next week. Hopefully, it'll be me and Matt talking next week because let's face it, no one wants to listen to half an hour of me again. Take care, everyone. Speak soon. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember to dare 
is to do. <laughs> <laughs>